Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I gotta tell you, it's not a bad open. First of every month, Big Mac changes it up, and that was, uh, it was not terrible. I could have done without the mention of Darren Williams. I mean, that would have been nice. Cardin Roberts here on the fan. Craig is off. He returns in a couple of days. We did get a very good idea from somebody on Twitter that we should try for maybe a segment or two to just have Craig co-host the show with me with just clips of him and see how far that segment can go. And maybe we'll do that today if Lugie bores us, but he won't because this is Tommy Lugauer's moment. He's doing afternoon drive. He's sitting in the Craig chair. I love it. How are you, sir? Evan, I'm great. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm locked and loaded. I am extremely pumped up to do the show with you, my friend. Oh, that's a very Let's exciting. go. Let's rock. Welcome to the jungle. Let's go. <laughs> so I did everybody a favor today. Uh, and Lugie can make fun of me, and he could call me a loser. And that's fine. I will take the slings and the arrows. This morning when I heard that Aaron Rodgers was on a podcast with something called an Aubrey Marcus, I said, you know what I'm going to do, not just for Lugie, not just for this audience, but for everybody who is a Jet fan. I'm going to listen to every second of this podcast because I have bragged that I'm a Rogersologist. And the only way to be a Rogersologist is to listen to what this man has to say, to understand this man, to see what makes him tick, to see what makes him happy, to see what makes him sad. And so what I did for all of you for one hour and 45 minutes of my life I can never get back that time. I could have been listening to BT and Tiki. I could have been, I don't know, talking to myself about our fantasy team. I could have called my wife on the phone while driving to work to talk about our sons. But instead, I listen to something called a Marcus Aubrey and Aaron Rodgers talk for an hour and 35 minutes, and I've come up with a conclusion. Here's the conclusion. He's a weird guy, okay? You, you think, Evan? He's a strange gentleman. But all he wants is love, Lugie. Is that it? All he wants is love. Speaking of love, Ev, you and all Jet fans are desperate. Aaron Rodgers has come back from Middle Earth where he was hanging out with the Baggins, with uh, Gandalf. He was smoking hookah in the cave, whatever the hell he was doing. And he's got you. He's got Jet fans waiting on every single thing he says with baited breath. Yeah, of course. You are desperate. Of and course, I'm here yeah. as a friend, Ev. It's not happening. 
This is all a dog and pony show. You yes. think he's putting on a dog and pony he, he, show? He, bro, why wouldn't he just go into the darkness? If he wants to ride a flying dog in Fantasia, then go do it. Why does he have to make everything about him? Why didn't he just go on this retreat? Why all right. he have to say, I have hey. an Aaron Rodgers clip to respond to that. Go so ahead. This is why I listen to him. So, Big Mac, can you pull up the clip where he responds to those that say, I'm sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sick of the darkness retreat, and I'm sick of hearing about him, and anyone who thinks I'm a diva, here's what I've got to say about you. Can you play that clip? Because here's the beautiful thing. As a Rodgersologist, I don't have to respond for him. I could simply have Aaron Rodgers respond for himself. So here's his response to Tommy being very upset that Aaron Rodgers is putting on this dog and pony show. If you don't like it, and you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva, whatever, then just tune it out. Yeah, tune it out. Well, how can you tune it out? Tune it's it out, everywhere. Man. It's everywhere. Aaron Rodgers is everywhere. Dude, how, if you want to go into the darkness, if you want to go into a dark hole, if you want, by the way, this whole idea that he's sitting there and he's like, well, I had to do this. I had, you didn't have to do anything, bro. Have a burger and a beer and you can figure out what your life's about. If he wants to do stuff like this, that's fine. But do it where no one knows about it. He is toying with the hearts of Jet fans. You guys are desperate, right, Evan? You can't say well, Jet. yeah. I mean, we know we're desperate. Well, you're not breaking any news here. I understand you? that. But like. Well, losers. Too. You want to throw that in there? No, I'm not going to say you're losers, but here's the situation. I'll give you an analogy. You ready for this? You're a married guy. You're happily married. But there was a one point where Evan Roberts was a young, single guy, right? You have Derek Carr sitting there, right? You've gone on one date with Derek Carr. You have another date. What is it? Today he's meeting with Woody Johnson. That's a second date. Right. Nice girl, nice family, has a good living. You're going to have fun with Derek Carr. You're going to have a nice life. But then there's that sexy girl. That's Aaron Rodgers, where they could get you to the promised land. It could be nuts. She could cook your eggs after you make whoopee. But... She may stiff you. She may never come here. And you're holding out hope. You're waiting by the phone for Aaron Rodgers to call. You got a girl right there in right. Derek Carr. Right. And you're going on dates. And he knows. Derek Carr knows you like this other girl. I got an eye for somebody else. Yes. Yes. You're spot so, on so far. I don't see the problem. The problem here is this. Aaron Rodgers is a myth is a fantasy, is a dream. It's not happening, Ev. Well, why do you come to that? I mean, everything you've said, actually, up until that last part, you're right. Okay. I think we all know that we're desperate losers. That's why we're sitting here on March 1st analyzing Aubrey Marcus and Aaron Rodgers having a conversation for an hour and a half because we all want to find out, like, is he going to play football? Does he want to play for the Jets? Like, all that's true. So, sure, you got me. We're very, very desperate. But why do you draw the conclusion that he's not coming here? Like, I listened to this for an hour and a half. I doubt you did. Maybe you did. I doubt it, though. I didn't hear a word that said, I'm not going to play football or I'm not going to play for another team. So why are you so confident that it won't happen? Because, I'm confused by that. Well, here's why, Evan. We all have guts, right? Some bigger than others, yours. My gut feeling is this guy is staying with the Packers, and this is all a big show. It's not happening. He's not going to the Raiders. He's not going to the Jets. He's staying What's in Green Bay. What's that based on, though? Just your gut? Just my gut feeling that yeah. this is all, like, for show. If you wanted to come to the Jets, why are you making this such a big circus? Why? Why not just Well, I think the- that some, some guys, when they make a big decision like this, it's not as simple as waking up after the season ends and saying, I'm going to play football, I'm not going to play football. Now, I think most of us assume that he's going to play football. I think that's an assumption we all have. Yes. Based on what he said today, he's literally deciding. He's thinking about life when he doesn't play football. He did it. He spent one entire day in the darkness in which he envisioned being retired. He did. He spent an entire day 
imagining life as a retired guy. Hold on a second. And then he spent an entire day thinking about playing football. Yeah. Uh, You think, all right, if you're sitting alone in the darkness, you're Aaron Rodgers, you're a 38-year-old dude, you're going to spend 24 hours thinking about retirement, you're thinking about other stuff. That's number one. Number two. Well, he did think about other stuff the first two days. This is day three of the darkness. That's when he went to retirement. He was thinking about his childhood. He was thinking about life. I mean, listen, I don't care as much about all that stuff. None of us do. But I respect that. He was thinking about other stuff for the first two days. Day three, an entire day as a retired man. Day four, an entire day playing football. Now, go ahead. Refresh my memory. The last time Aaron Rodgers was at Lambeau Field, what happened? He got his ass beat by the freaking Lions. Well, hold on, hold on. You, you think jump, he wants to go? A, no, I'm jumping not, around. No, because right? I'm saying he doesn't want to go out like that. This is a lifelong pass. Okay, so he's playing football. He's playing football. He said it in the, in the podcast. I got unfinished business, right? Very vague. I feel like the unfinished business is with the Packers. He's got a beef with the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers, who's a spiteful dude, is going to stay there and stick it to the Packers well, the thing by is, winning with the Packers. The thing is, he doesn't have it, and this is what I find fascinating about how this is going to end. It's not simply up to Aaron Rodgers. It isn't. Like, the Green Bay Packers could decide, and trying to think of what uh, Goon Schoon said the other day, the GM of the Packers, he also said Jordan Love should play right now. Like, that was one of the comments he made. And so there's a chance that when Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have a conversation, which is going to be soon, that the Packers are the ones who say, look, I think it's best that we move on. How is it best so that they it, move on, Evan? Why? Love or Rodgers, who gives the Packers the better chance to win over the next two to well, three years? Well, no, in the short term, it's Aaron Rodgers. But you got to remember, they've had him now for two decades. And they also need to find out what they have in this kid. Like, they're at a moment of... Is Jordan Love our future, or is he not our future? And if I could turn Aaron Rodgers around into a first-round pick and we kind of continue, I don't want to even say rebuild, but the reimagination of the Green Bay Packers, I can see why that makes a lot of sense. So the one thing you have to keep in mind is, and Rodgers gets this, by the way, as big of an ego as it sounds like he has, he knows that ultimately it's not just up to him. Like, And I've always said this, and I stand by this. Both parties have to agree to keep this going. And if they do, you're right. He's a Green Bay Packer. If one side, whether it's Rodgers or the Packers, say we should move on, it's over. So even if you're right that Aaron Rodgers has unfinished business in Green Bay, and by the way, hour and a half, I have no firm declaration that he does. I actually have audio that I don't think will prove he wants out, but certainly had me believing, wow, he's done. And I'll play it for you in a second. But it's a two-party thing. Did the Packers raise ticket prices for season ticket holders? I don't think that matters. Why at all. does that not matter? You're not gonna you're not gonna raise prices and then not have Aaron Rodgers. I think on the in field? the NFL, specifically with a team like Green Bay, your brand is so much bigger than one individual player. I think in the NBA it may be different. Even in baseball, it's different. I don't think. Oh, Aaron Rodgers price... is the Green Bay Packers. No, he's not. Yes, he is. The Green Bay Packer brand is a lot bigger than one guy. Over the last like 10, 15 years, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but they would he's still, the face of the franchise. They would still sell out every game. They're still the Packers. You not know if I mean? they are zero and five. You're not going to have Packer fans in that building. No, but going into the season, people will buy tickets. Maybe. You're wrong about that. Okay, we'll so see I don't if think, he's gone. No, because that, that, doesn't, that doesn't prove you're right. What would prove you're right is if Rodgers leaves and they can't draw flies. Then you'd be right. Otherwise, it doesn't prove anything that they raise ticket prices by $5 a ticket. It doesn't prove anything. But here's what made me think. When he started talking about the conversation he's going to have with the Packers and how long he's been there. Now, listen to this entire clip. Because as I was listening to it, I was like, that son of a bitch is gone. That guy's out of here. So here's the clip. Big Mac looks very, very confused. Me and Connor went over it before the show. So just ask Uncle Connor. He'll take care of it. All right. The conversation with Green Bay and how long he's been there. Play this one. 
I'm under contract with the Packers for sure. So if I decide uh, to play, like uh, by the way, can you pause that for a second? I mean, honestly, you know? hold on one second. Did anybody notice the Craig Carton sniff right out of the gate? He did a sniff. He did, not the sniff, the Carton sniff. That's a copyrighted by Craig. That's what he does. Ah, uh, you know, we'll be right back. So well, why- I mean, he said it right after he said, you know, if I decide to play, that's a very distinctive. He wanted to make sure you heard that. <laughs> yes. He, he, yeah. he gave the sniff pause, which is the Carton sniff pause. That is the Carton. Yeah. Right, play from the beginning. Go ahead. I'm under contract with the Packers for sure. So if I decide uh, to play, like uh, first is a conversation with them. You know, mm-hmm. where are you guys at? Like, honestly, like, um, I've been there 18 years and and I have so much love for Green Bay and the organization. I mean, 18 years, it's a teenager. Make a friggin' decision. I mean, what are we doing? Hold on a second. What, what are we Hold on, no, 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 no. Time out, time I get very excited. That's a teenager. What do teenagers do when they turn 18 years old? What do they do? They leave. They say, thank you. I'm out. I'm going to college. I'm going to the University of Miami. I'm moving out. After 18 years, some of us, some people just yeah, live at home. maybe in the 1950s. <laughs> what correlation is that? It's changed a little bit. We all live in our parents' basements till at least 26, 27. <laughs> I lived to my parents till I was 30. But Aaron Rodgers was basically saying, I'm 18, I'm a teenager. Get me the hell out of here. No, that's how you interpreted that. <laughs> that's how I, I, interpreted I love the words. Yeah. It sounds like Stewie Griffin. Well, you know, uh, 18 years, if I play or not, if I don't play. This guy has Green Bay, Vegas, and the New York tri-state area in the palm of his hand, yes, he and does. he loves it. Yes, he does. He is playing. We <laughs> all know he's friggin' playing. And this is where I get nuts with you, Evan Roberts. What the hell did I do? You sit there every day and find ways to besmirch the great Tom Brady. Yet when Aaron Rodgers does the same BS, you grovel. You're running around the halls like a schoolgirl. Oh, did you hear what Aaron Rodgers said? Can you cut up the Aaron Rodgers clips? Because you're desperate. I respect that. Yeah, I want him you, on my team. You What's want the problem with that? Because you look the other way when it's Aaron Rodgers, and he's doing this, and he can no, stand you no, up, no, no, but for I, Brady, you mock. I want to make this clear. I get that Aaron Rodgers is a little different. I get he's a little strange. A little? And that's fine. Like, I don't need my quarterback to be non-strange. I don't need my quarterback to be my buddy. I don't need to play checkers with my quarterback. I just want the guy who gives my team the best chance to win, which he does. But so I- as crazy or weird or as different as he is or as much as he wants to live life through podcasts or talking to Pat McAfee and explaining how he's sitting in a dark room for four days, which I do, I have to admit, I find fascinating. Besides like studying this as a Rogersologist and trying to give the information to the people listening as well as I can, I do find like sitting in a dark room for four days fascinating. You, know, you have to admit. Yeah, you've never pledged a fraternity, clearly. But what's so fascinating Why? Were you about pledging it? a fraternity and you were in darkness well, for four straight days? I can't days? speak about that, but I'm just saying, Ev, what is so fascinating about it? It's stupid. I, I don't even, can't even think of a better word. It's dumb. You're very close-minded. Evan. <laughs> you, you, know, Evan. you don't find, like, hey, this I'm is four steps. I'm think f- about all the things that we could do in this world. You're dating Mallory Edens. You're Aaron Rodgers. You don't need to do this Why are you so days. judgmental to this guy? Why am I so judgmental? Yeah. Evan, let What's me, let me put you? it to you this way, and I'm not being judgmental. Let the guy live, man. You are... Admittedly so, weird, strange, whatever. And before Why are you the, attacking me? What I'm the not, hell have I I'm done? not attacking you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a correlation. And prior to this show, you kind of lived in your own weirdness. You allowed your weirdness to be on the backside. You were the Evan Roberts, the radio host, and your weird things you kind of kept quiet. Why can't this guy just keep the weird stuff quiet? Because we care. Yeah, he, and he knows it. Like that's think about the this. point. So he's, he's messing and toying with you. He's on an interview with Pat McAfee, and Pat McAfee asks him. 
uh, hey, when are you going to decide if you're going to retire or not? And he gave an answer. And if you don't like the answer, you think it's uh, annoying, then don't listen to it. I'm curious. I think Jet fans are curious only because of our interest in him being on the football team. So you follow like, okay, what's he doing now? What's he saying now? What's he doing now? And I totally get that there are going to be people that say, I'm sick of hearing about this. I don't want to hear about Aaron Rodgers anymore. And I admit the only reason I care is because I want the guy to quarterback my team. And I think he would be the guy who gives this team the best chance to win. But I have to admit, four days in darkness, I'm kind of fascinated by it. What would you do in those four days, Evan? Well, now, wh- one thing I would not talk about on the air I would do, but I, that is private. All I right, after, those, sure. uh, after that minute and a half, then what would you do? <laughs> less than that. Yeah, less than that, if, especially if you're hard up. Like, so, what, what, so exactly, so you do that, then what? Especially I, if you're what? I, don't, I, I have no idea. Backed up, whatever. Um, what would I do? I guess I would think. I would think like Aaron Rodgers. I would ponder life. I would ponder presidents. I would kind of debate, like, all right, maybe James Garfield was a little bit overrated. I'd think about baseball. I'd put lineups together. You would think I'd think about, about my baseball. sons and how awesome they are. I'd think about my wife and wonder, how the hell does she put up with me? I'd give Craig, like, five minutes. I'd think about Craig for, like, five minutes. Like, ah, that was fun. I'd think about Beningo for a few minutes. I'd think about, I don't know, i think about freaking life. But how about the fact, and I didn't realize this. This is why I do, as much as Aubrey Marcus and Aaron Rodgers bored me for an hour and a half, There were a few things I was fascinated about. Play this clip. He had to walk up steps to go to the bathroom, and there was something set up in this dark room that actually could have killed him, where Aaron Rodgers could have got stabbed to death, and we never would have seen him play football, and yet the brilliance of Aaron Rodgers, like picking up a blitz, like picking up a linebacker coming off the edge, he came up with a game plan to avoid that near-death experience. Four steps. Medium-sized steps to the bathroom. Only thing I can drill you is this wall on the left here besides the bed. And then once you get to the bathtub, you take a right, and it's about three steps. You got to watch out for this big hook that's coming out of the wall. <laughs> so I put, they got a big hook on the wall. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> it's dicey. It was a dangerous hook, potentially, if you didn't put the towel. Uh-huh. I put the towel over the hook. It was, it was really a towel. Look hook. at this guy. He knew what to do. He said I can't get stabbed by the hook. What I'll do is I'll put a towel on the hook. So if I ram myself into the hook, I won't die. That's the guy I need as my quarterback. Bring him in. Why? Because he knows how to survive if he's in the wilderness, lost and alone, something that has nothing to do with football. Shows you're you smart. So oh. he can think. Yeah, Evan. Right out of the Call cave. me when the first NFL game is in complete <laughs> darkness. It doesn't matter, dude. It's weird. It's unusual. And he put his you-know-what on the line where there's a hook that he could have had a situation that all of us here as males wouldn't want to be in. I don't That's mean, what you're fascinated I don't by. mean to badmouth you because I'm sure you could survive in the woods for like an hour or so. Evan, Evan, but can I, I just cut you off real quick? I could not survive in my apartment for an hour without my wife. So just know that. I Fair admit enough. that. I could not survive at all. I have no so life skills. So do you skills. think the hook would have decapitated you in fairness? Bro, is that it possible? 100%. I have See? zero life skills. That, zero. That, that's, the, that's my quarterback. He knows, alright, there's a hook here. Before I blow out this candle and go into complete darkness, let me make sure that I don't ram myself into this hook. Can you imagine if the story ended that way? Unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers is not available to play in 2023 because he's Stabbed himself with a hook while he was in. A yeah, and then dark the story room. comes out before the KV committed to the Jets. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your quarterback got stabbed by a hook. Better luck next year. So, just to prove to you that I'm fair and balanced, because I think you feel that I'm listening to Aaron Rodgers talk to this guy, trying to rationalize why he's going to be a Jet. Yes. There was a clip that concerned me. Go ahead. Do you want to hear it? I do. All right, so this is the clip that concerns me Aaron Rodgers' motivation to play football. Now, we could come up with a million different reasons on why he'd be motivated to play football. Getting paid a lot of money, 
uh, just because he loves the game. One thing that we could definitely bring up, and certainly a reason why he would come to the Jets, because I'd make this argument, you maybe would even agree with me, that the Jets give him the best chance to win a Super Bowl. You could certainly make that argument with the talent that they have on defense. No question about it. Sure. You don't agree with that? That's fine. No, I, that's fair. I mean, I think a lot of teams have talent, but yes, the Jets okay. certainly have some nice young players. Okay, there you go. Aaron Rodgers made a comment about would winning another Super Bowl motivate him? Well, I got to win another Super Bowl, so people, you know, think is you know think of me in a you know higher sense. Like, no, I don't, I don't need to do any of that. You know, I love playing, and that's a good enough reason. That kind of scared me. You don't need to do that, Aaron. Like, I would want to hear a guy who's won one Super Bowl, and that's great, by the way. It's one more than Dan Marino. I would love to hear a guy say, you know what keeps me up at night, uh, Aubrey? You know what really bothered me in this darkness? I only won once. And while that one was great, I had so much fun. It was fantastic. I need a second. That boils my blood to win a second. Now, he did reveal that being slighted motivates him because he mentioned that he felt slighted before 2019 and he went on one back-to-back MVPs. So the slighted thing definitely affects him. But when I heard him say that about the Super Bowl, and I want to make something clear, it's not a deal breaker. I'm not saying I don't want him. Yep. I'm saying that that answer, when I heard it, if I'm being completely honest with you, when I heard that, I was like, eh. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Evan, we've talked about it, and uh, Jet fans have called up. They've made their list of their quarterbacks. They, they all have their list, right? Number one on the top of the list should be Super Bowl victory. So you, if you have a guy here that's not motivated to win a Super Bowl, now that doesn't mean he's going to come here, he's going to stink, he's not going to care. But if you're not hearing a guy that goes, yeah, I've lost playoff games. I've lost playoff games at home. I've lost to Brady. I'm ticked off. I'm pissed off. I got a chip. I want to bring a parade to wherever I go. If you're not hearing that and you're hearing his you know, prophecies on space-time continuals, then I would be really, really worried about that. And I'm not going to sit here and make any kind of comparisons to Katie and Kyrie. You want superstars, you bring in superstars. But motivation is everything, Ev. In the NFL, most teams, most teams are pretty much on even playing fields. There's the Chiefs, there's the lower bottom. It's about motivation. It's about who wants it more. You're bringing in a guy here, you want him to win and well, be motivated it, to it's, win. It's interesting you say that. So, And I, I did not cut this clip. I apologize. So just trust me, he said this. And it was, it was kind of a view of the NFL. It's very different than what you just said. He said, you go into every year, and there's about eight teams that can win a championship. That's how he views the NFL. And he says, I've been fortunate enough that I've been on one of those teams really since 2009. That You know, they haven't won necessarily, but every year you go in thinking they have a chance. And as he was giving that answer, which is a very fair answer, I was thinking to myself, and this is where ultimately we'll find out where he goes. Where does he view even the current state of the Packers, the Raiders, and the Jets in that area like would he look at the jets and say they're one of those eight teams if i'm there and then does that even matter to him because if he's not going to be a green bay packer and like i mentioned to you before it's not just him it's green bay deciding what would make him decide where he wants to go? Well, I mean, Evan, when you look at those eight teams or whatever, how many teams it is, what do they all have in common? Well, they have two things usually in common, a head coach and a quarterback, both really good, the marriage of that. And by so the way, the Jets have neither right now. And that's why you've been in disarray forever. Sure. That You would think Aaron Rodgers would be like, I would be the missing piece to pretty much any team to put them on. I the supply hunt. the quarterback, so who has everything else? Right. This one last clip just made me laugh. And if it doesn't make you laugh, I apologize. I apologize for wasting your time. It's the clip where he talks about feeling pure love and loving the hands all over his body. Can you play that clip? Because when he said that, especially out of context. What? Yeah, now he's talking about how much he loves pure love and hands. Yeah, play this one. I want to feel what pure love feels like. Oh, boy. That was my intention. 
and I did. Mm. I really did. <laughs> I had a magical experience with the sensation of feeling a hundred different hands on my body. Sounds like a weekend in my place. a blessing of love yeah. and forgiveness for myself and gratitude <laughs> for this life from what seemed to be my ancestors. That's so, my quarterback. So what do you have, an orgy? I mean, what is it? What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> he was sitting in a dark room. He was in Middle Earth. Like, what hands were on Aaron Rodgers? And can you explain this to me? Did he have a VIP package that the hands came with? Come, Evan, you got to admit, bro, what? that is next level oddness right there. Okay? Please. I don't know, man. Made me laugh. Over the course of an hour and a half, there were a lot of groans coming out of me, but then there was that occasional laugh. Like, ah, I don't know what that means, but that makes me smile. We'll get your calls coming up, 877-337-6666. There is a basketball game tonight that features a lot of pressure on one team and really no pressure on the other team. Plus, something happened in baseball yesterday that I've never seen before, and maybe it's our future. Tommy Lugauer in for Craig Carton on this beautiful Wednesday we're coming right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We'll get your calls in a second, but how about this story coming out of the Washington Post? John Morant is being accused of violent or threatening behavior in two police reports, including previously unknown allegations that Morant threatened the mall security director, and four days later, a teenager, a 17-year-old, told police that John Morant punched him repeatedly. How wow. about that? Yeah, that's crazy. The teenage boy told police that after Morant punched him, the NBA star emerged from his house with a gun in his waistband of his pants, according to police interviews obtained by the Post that has not previously been reported. 
I'll find out more, but I have to now subscribe to the Washington Post to read the rest of the article, which is with the way it is these days. You can't pay the $3.50 for it? No, it's funny. I actually used to subscribe to the Washington Post, and I was paying, I think it was like $5 a month. And I loved it. Like, I was reading it mostly every day, and it was worth it. And a few months ago, I was like, I'm just not reading it anymore. Right. So I should cut it out. So I cut it out, and here we are with a breaking news story that seems pretty significant. And then I click on it thinking, all right, let me read what's going on. And I got to resubscribe. Yeah, I think like try on your phone. There's a way to like keep clicking, clicking, clicking. You can get around that. Stuff. Is that is that the trick? Yeah, I, I've used it before because doesn't like maybe Newsday has a paywall. I don't want to give away trade secrets. Newsday here, does have a paywall. So I've I've seen certain times where if you try on different devices, you could get around it. But it's like uh like the pitch clock. You only have like 15 seconds. You got to do it fast. So what do you do? Are you like copy and paste it or something? Yeah, I don't know. I just tried to like when we're talking about stories in there and you maybe can't get it and I'm in there trying to figure it out. You know? So you have a cheat to how to get around these paywalls? Uh, it's worked before. I can't say it works. Well, every they give you time. a couple of free ones. So so if you're on your, you get like right. three or four stories. So if you've done it on every device, clearly I've done it because I don't have clearly. free one left. Clearly, well you're a wackadoo. Yeah, cl- well, wackadoo because I'm reading the Washington Post. Yeah. Is that, is that yeah. really no? It? That you subscribe to that? I well, know. I did. I did for because I thought it was a great newspaper. Now yeah. I, I, I don't know what I think about it now necessarily, but I wasn't reading enough. But our bottom line is this: John Moran's being accused by numerous people, including a, a teenager, yeah. of punching him. So very serious allegations. Yep against a great young player in the NBA. Let's get to some of your calls. Let's go to James and Islip. What's up, James? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? What's up? Good. You know, not for nothing, if Tom Brady came on the air and said he puts grape jelly between his butt cheeks before every game, half of you would run to stop and shop. Agreed. Aaron Rodgers may be a little bit out there, <laughs> but they all are. To be a professional athlete these days, you got to be a little weird. And you know what? In 18 years, has he really gotten in any trouble or done anything wrong? You know, if he's got to sit in a cave for a month to become Jets, we've been waiting for 50 years. I'll, I'll go sit in a cave for a few weeks. I would, too. James, if it means we're getting a superstar quarterback, I'll sit in that cave for a week. I'll do a week. Can you handle a week, bro? Uh, he went to go to the darkness cave. He hung up. <laughs> he's got yeah, I mean, is grape is... jelly between your butt cheeks that weird? Uh, I or is, can't that get... just, is that just me? I'm a strawberry man myself. I can't but... get that image out you of my head. You guys call that Saturday Night Lou. Well, that's a, that's a weekend at the Lou Gowers. But here, here's the bottom line is this. Because we're making the parallels here. We talked about Brady, and we talked about the Brady comedy career, and we talked about the Aaron Rodgers in darkness. Here's the difference. By Tom... the way, real quick for anyone just tuning in, yeah. yes. Tom Brady, uh, according to Radar Online was thinking of beginning a stand-up comedy career. It's now apparently going to be a Netflix roast. But, yeah, no, he's been thinking about a stand-up comedy career. And most people are like, oh, that's cool. I thought it was pathetic. Now, go ahead. Well, continue. Uh, this is why it's not pathetic. The bottom line is this. Everybody looks at it like Tom Brady. Tom Brady is no longer in the NFL. Now he's just like every other schlub with kids, and he wants to get the hell out of the house. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have kids, right? He's got like a hot girlfriend. Why the hell would you be in a cave for four days in isolation? I get it from Brady. You want to get out of the house. You want to get away. You want to clear your mind. Get away from what? He's divorced. He's living by himself. Aaron Rodgers is like a bachelor. Like, you don't have to go, again, to Middle Earth or Fantasia to get, you know, peace and quiet. So it's weird. So we want to mock Brady. We want to make, you know, like this perfect specimen that is Tom Brady. We want to see him fall, yet we allow Aaron Rodgers to do all these weird things. It doesn't make any we sense. We allow to him to do weird things? Oh, you, you, <laughs> should we ban you, it? You, you glorify it, basically. <laughs> I think it's fascinating. You're I worried never... about his bowel movement or whatever the hell L- you're worried about. Lugie, I had never heard, maybe, maybe I should have, I apologize, I had never heard of a guy or a gal sitting in a dark room for four days. I had no idea. And what I also found out is the reason he did it is because of this Aubrey Marcus. This Aubrey Marcus guy apparently had done it before. Aaron and him became very, very close. I have an audio clip of how close they are, but maybe we don't need to play it. I'm just saying they're they're very close. They love each other. They're like very close friends, and I respect that. Bromance, I got you. So, 
That's where he got the idea of sitting in that dark room, which to me is fascinating. I just think it's interesting. But again, what is so interesting about it, Ev, I, especially this is my other thing, too. Why must it be four days? If you can't figure out darkness within 24 hours, what are the next three days going to do for you? That's that's my whole thing. You with need this. some enlightenment, man. I do. Let's go to Kevin in Oakland, New Jersey. No What's up, Kevin? Evan, 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 you poor soul. Yep. Kevin, 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 you are I, correct, sir. What's up? I, I hate to agree with Loogie, but <laughs> you're delusional. All right, if, <laughs> you know people do this darkness thing and all these retreats, and if they really are finding themselves, they're not broadcasting it out to to all of America. Thank you. And he, I, I'm a Giant fan. Let me put it out there. I hope to hell that Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets because he's going to turn the Jets into the Knicks like Phil Jackson did. All right? Aaron Rodgers has won nothing for the New York people. They're not going to put up with his nonsense. The only reason why Green Bay does is because he won there. Eli and Phil Simms were told they suck, they suck, they have dick skin. Look what they did. They turned around and won the Super Bowl. Rodgers is not going to do any of that for the New York people, and you're going to end well, up well, giving hold up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you know they can't win? And obviously I agree with you. It's all about winning. Uh, if they lose, if he struggles, yeah, Rodgers is going to get picked apart, not just by the media, but certainly Jet fans. Uh, that's obvious. We'd all agree with you on that. But why are you so confident that he would come here, come here and fail? Because he's, he doesn't talk about winning another Super Bowl. Uh, Gronkowski called him out. Yeah, oh, I think I could win a couple of more MVPs. Uh, and Gronk was like, dude, you, should be, you shouldn't be talking about MVPs. You should be talking about winning Super Bowls. He's all about himself. New York is going to eat him up alive. I'm telling you. What about New York's going to eat him up alive? I mean, obviously, if he sucks, things go bad. If he's washed up, yes, things will go bad. But if he plays here and wins, New York's not eating him up. You think Brian Costello is so intimidating that he's going to ask a question that's going to cause Aaron Rodgers to go off the deep end? I don't think it's the media. I think the people are going to chew him up. He doesn't have thick skin. But wait a second, Kevin, that's if he fails. If he fails, if he plays like the MVP guy he was a year ago, then no one's chewing him up. Everyone's celebrating him, and they're praying to his altar. Absolutely, but he's not going to turn into Messier. And like I tell my kids... If they win, win, he is Messier. Like, if they win, and I'm not guaranteeing they're going to win, I'm just not going to be as flippant and arrogant as you or others to say they're not going to win. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. All I know is he gives them the best chance to win. And if the people go after Aaron Rodgers, he'll just go hang out in the woods for a week. But, yeah, it's all about winning. If he wins here, he's going to be fine. What evidence is there of that? Like, in the NFL, the NFL is such a national sport, right? All these national shows are talking NFL all the time. They're criticizing this guy. They're talking about that guy. What has Aaron Rodgers shown in his career that says he's going to wilt under the pressure of something a reporter or a fan says? Because that's, that's just made-up stuff you guys keep repeating as if it's fact. No, that's the way the New York media has always been portrayed. No, 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 with Aaron Rodgers. Let's right. be specific. What has he shown in his career that makes you think he wouldn't be able to play here it, or he'd be chewed up by the pressure? Evan, it's everybody. Anytime we talk about a free agent or a trade or a guy we want, they no, no, always no, say, no. I'm asking you a specific question. I'm him. saying Aaron Rodgers falls into the same category as every. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers is everybody else. Every, no, no. 
Every yeah, because you guys are specifically saying he will fail, and I'm asking you, can you cite me an example of why you feel that way? They feel that Don't way. Pivot. Answer the question. I'm not. You're asking me to answer a question that Kevin put up. What I'm saying is that people say that about everybody. Why I think people feel that way is because they look at this guy, they look at a me guy, they look at a weird guy, they look at a guy who's going to come here that's going to worry about Aaron Rodgers and not the Jets. The Jets didn't win, you know, four Super Bowls ten years ago. They're very desperate. They're very antsy. When he, let me if, ask you this: If he too, plays, hold though, but hold on, if he plays like an MVP. MVP, which was the criticism that our last caller brought up that Gronk brought up, that that was his goal. If he wins the MVP in 2023, don't you think that means the Jets probably won like 14 games in the AFC East? Let, let me ask you this question real quick, Evan. He's going to come here, and you think he's just going to snap a finger and have the chemistry? Have you watched this guy with rookie wide receivers? He's yelling and screaming at him. It's week nine before they're on the same page. He's not going to just walk in here and start rolling with this no, no, team. No, it starts during the offseason. I agree. Or it starts during you the offseason. You need off a season, commitment, yeah, yeah. And it's going to start during the regular season, and Jet fans, that honeymoon will end so fast. Yeah, but wait a minute. You guys keep jumping to the honeymoon ending. That's if things go badly. They're not going to go swimmingly right away. It's impossible oh, to come stop. right in you don't know with that. young wide receivers. Receivers, a young team. We've seen it in Green Bay where he has struggled with young wide receivers. Now he's coming here with really good ones. Garrett mm-hmm. Wilson's great, but they're not going to click right away. So they're going to lose a game early in the season, and the media is going to be critical of them, and the fans are going to be critical of them, and then Aaron Rodgers is going to wilt. That's what your no, wait, opinion is? Okay, is me, that what you guys are yeah, saying? Well, let me ask you this too, Evan. When we talk no, no, about, I'm, I'm, is yes. that what you think? Yes. Okay. Now let me ask you this. I'm glad you're on record. The Aaron Rodgers. He cannot even like go onto a facility with the Jets right till till July, correct? So he can't even work out with these guys until the summer. He can't be sitting there. So right why now. would any team trade for him? Man? Is that uh, your point? No, no, my like point. the Raiders shouldn't go after him either. Why would you what? ever go after? Why'd the Broncos oh, really? go after Peyton Manning? Why Tampa Who, go after Brady? Who's on the Raiders? Remind me. Is Devontae Adams? Those guys can so throw the ball to each other in their sleep. So because there's one guy that he has a close relationship one, with, it's fine. One guy, the best wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in football. My point is, it's not going to start off very well here, right? So how? Is a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who clearly is a little bit weird, how is he going to handle the fans I, and the media? Yeah, but They're, I don't know how his weirdness somehow gets attached to he can't play here and deal with the pressure. Like, I think it's a made-up narrative that you guys but, just keep repeating as if that's the truth. And I don't know where it comes from. And all I'm asking, like... I want to know. Maybe you can teach me something. Where does this come from? Okay. When the Packers, I think they got off to like an 0-2, 0-3 start. What did he tell fans and media to do? He told everybody to relax. We don't relax in New York. And what happened? We are, what do you mean? Did they win? They did. But when you tell, okay, okay, Evan, you go outside (laughs) to New York City where everybody's honking at each other for no reason and tell somebody to relax. Let me tell you what they tell you. You can't say it on the radio, bro. So you can't come here with that, oh, Milwaukee, uh, relax, we're 0-3. The fans will turn quick. And then what happens? He's gone, then he leaves. I'm not saying that. But we'll see how he reacts. It is uncharted waters for him. So the Jets should not go after him because you believe... He would fold under some pressure two weeks in. No, I'm putting my mind in the mind of Jet fans, and that there's a lot of them that feel that way, that this guy will crumble around the fans and the media if things don't go Yeah, well. I just don't know where it's coming from, and all I'm asking is what it's based on. That's all. Jim and West Harrison. What's up, Jim? Oh, my God. Moogie, you got to calm down a little bit, man. I had to turn on my radio three times. That's all right, I'm yelling and screaming. Passion. He's mad at me. Somehow I got him all angry. Yeah, well, wait a minute. How is he making these statements? This guy's playing for the most famous team in the NFL. No, the Cowboys the are the most. Yeah, the Cowboys. Go ahead. I, I, I thank you very much. You're welcome. Stop yelling. Stop yelling. Just talk. Go. How, how, can, you, <laughs> how can you say he's not going to do the right thing? 
if he gets a little uh, 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 hassled by somebody like you. Who knows nothing about football? Oh, I know nothing about football. No, I've no, only no, watched no, my whole no, life. No, Jim, no, what position did no, you play, bro? Don't pick on Luke. Yeah, well, the that, point is, but he's right without being a jerk about it. I don't know where this comes from. And sometimes what we do around here, and I, I maybe I fall victim to it too, I apologize, is we repeat something over and over again, even though it's got no basis in fact. Like, the idea he's going to wilt around here because it's New York and we yell and we curse and we're tough. And by the way, just to show you my fairness, I I don't know if Boomer specifically said this, so I apologize. And I know he's on vacation now. But Derek Carr can't play here because he's emotional. Right? We've heard that. Derek Carr cries. He'd have a tough time yeah, here. Yeah, West Coast Dude, guy. I completely reject that crap, too. Okay? I do. I think that is insane. We're going to assume Derek Carr can't play here because he was emotional after a press conference? So while I do agree that sometimes it's really tough to find out who can play here or not. Bobby Benil was from the Bronx. Couldn't handle New York. No doubt. Couldn't handle it. Makes no sense, right? How could a guy from New York not be able to play in New York? And then there are other guys who thrive here. So I fully understand that you always have that test. Brian Cashman has had to battle it many, many times. Sonny Gray can't play here. You can't necessarily know that off a trade. Jason Bay. Sure. Couldn't play it. Totally get it. But I haven't seen anything that makes me think Aaron Rodgers can't play here. But the guy's a Hall of Fame quarterback. The guy's overcome things in his NFL career. You mentioned the relaxed season. That's a great example. They got off to a bad start. People were counting them out. They responded. Okay, Evan. The they get let's just say fantasy world, they get Aaron Rodgers. They start off 0-3, and Aaron Rodgers says, relax. What does Evan Roberts say that Monday oh, when I'd, he tells you to relax? I, I'd probably rip him, but what does that mean? Like, does that mean he's he's done, he's damaged, it's over? Okay. Like, who cares if Joe Beningo or I or anybody else are critical of him two weeks into the season? Isn't this a guy that Googles himself? He's tied into the media. He knows what people say about him. This is New York City, bro. It's a big difference from where he is right now. He's never had to deal with that. I don't want to hear about the national media. I'm talking about the local media, not just the fans, the reporters, the talk show hosts, all the talking heads, right? We don't know how this guy is going to react. To your point, Evan, he may rise above it, but you're hearing from a guy that says, I'm not about winning championships here. So it's not. No, 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 no. That is, that's not fair. I played the clip. Play it again then. It sounds like he's not interested in winning. I don't think that means he doesn't care about winning. Is he he motivated by winning? That's not the chip on his shoulder that I've only won once. Don't you want that as a Jet fan no, no, to be Luke, the only motivation? I admit that when I heard it, I would have preferred a different answer. I, I agree. Like I would have preferred a different answer. That doesn't mean he don't care about winning. We won't play that clip over and over and over again. My point is, is that you say stuff here, you do things here, and it's magnified by a thousand. Some people can handle it. Some people can't. I don't think it matters where you grew up, whether you can handle New York or not. And if he comes here, there's going to be a lot on his shoulders. Let's go to Lou. Lou is in New York. What's up, Lou? What's going on, guys? No. Hey, Tommy, real talk. How many C4s have you had today? Uh, this is just me. I'm Italian. Uh, only child from <laughs> Long Island. This is me right out of the bed before um, I go to bed, though. Messing around, man. Um, I, I, I do agree. I think we're, like, taking a different spin, and this is just to throw you know, a co- contrary opinion on it. What if Aaron Rodgers actually enjoys this? What if he enjoys the attention, good or bad? He does. He does. I to that interview, too. Yep. I think I think he loves it. I, I mean, I don't think he's a narcissist. I don't know him well enough. Can't say that. That's pretty tough to accuse somebody of being one. But he's sitting there and he's like, "Listen, if you don't like the noise, if you think I'm being a drama queen, tune it out." Yeah, but, but Lou, 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 hold on, Lou, 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 Lou. He said this on a podcast that people are going to listen to. Yeah, but so, you don't have to download it. Like, 
You Lou made a decision. I made a decision today. And do I regret it? I'm not sure if I do yet. We decided to download a podcast from a guy we've never heard of. I had never heard of Aubrey Marcus. And we decided to listen to it. We decided to consume it. Now, I, I do admit that if you're listening to WFN right now, you may not have a choice that you're hearing parts about it. But anyone who downloaded that chose to listen to Why it. Why did they choose that? You, you. I have my reasons. Lou has his reasons. You have Why? your reasons, partly because obviously it's your job, but also because you are a Jet fan. You, you know are what? Desperate. I, so you're right about that. I will say something else because there was something else he said that just sparked my memory when Lou was talking that I do want to bring up because I think it's fascinating. When I was listening to it, when I got past the fact that I didn't care about Aubrey Marcus, no offense, when Aubrey Marcus is talking about a pickup basketball game and him not taking the game-winning shot because evil him was telling him to be scared, Buddy had the game-winning tip-in, so King him was happy, I-, I did not care. No offense, Aubrey. You sound like a wonderful dude. I didn't care. And, the, and he has the ear of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> this is the guy who's Aaron Rodgers' right-hand now, man. Well, they're, they're boys. They're oh, friends. Sure, yeah. But when Aaron Rodgers said, hey, you know what scared me about retirement? I thought this was brutally honest, and you could call him a narcissist, but he was honest. He said, does anyone care about me without football? Who am I without football? And he said, I don't necessarily mean the media, but I mean, like, my friends. Like, who am I? They used to just come watch me play a football game. Now I'm just some guy, and that scares me. And I've got to remind myself, I'm more than that. I'm a human. I think I'm intelligent. I won Jeopardy. goes through this whole thing. But he admitted, like... There's something self-reflective about that. He admitted, who am I without football? So I do think there's a part of him that enjoys this attention and people talking about him. But I don't think that makes him a bad guy. Like Craig, I think, would admit he loves attention, too. Like, I think he likes when people write about him or talk about him. That doesn't make him a bad guy. Well, Evan, I think you see it in entertainment and Sports Talk Radio's entertainment. People do it forever because there's a certain level of fun and um, notoriety that comes with it. And once the microphone goes up, you're Evan Roberts, you know, driving three hours home. But when you're on the microphone, you're Evan Roberts. People want to take selfies awkwardly with Evan at games. This is Evan. You think that's going to happen at the Garden tonight? No. Oh, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to hear it big time. I don't think the Brooklyn Brigade is making it out there tonight. But Evan, when you're in that limelight forever, yeah, it's entire life he has been the best player in the room. So that's tough to get away from. Right. I understand. Toll-free numbers 877-337-6666. The latest on T. Higgins and how the Raider and Dolphin quarterback situation is also fascinating as they have to figure that out over the next couple of weeks. We'll get to all that plus more of your calls. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You got some more of your calls on Rodgers, plus the quarterback situation with the Raiders and Dolphins, which is fascinating. But I, I, I forgot to tell you this. This was so weird. And I want to... I want to make clear, I'm not sure it was this person. So if this person is listening, I apologize. It may not have been you. This morning, I was playing pickleball, okay? Okay. Me and my wife were playing a good old game of pickleball. And as I was picking up one of the pickleballs, I glanced to the court to my left. And there was an older gentleman. There was another dude. Shocking. And then there was this younger-looking bald man. And as I looked at him, I said, holy crap. Is that him? And I said, nah, it can't be him. Like, is it really him? And then I watched his pickleball swing, and it was left-handed. And I said, oh, boy, aren't a lot of lefties in the world. Then I watched him throw a ball back to his partner, and he had the same throw as the guy I was thinking about. And I'm like, holy crap, this poor son of a you-know-what. He wants to play baseball. He wants to come back. Big Mac even misses him, but instead he's playing pickleball on a Wednesday morning at a quarter to ten. And I could have sworn it was him. Then I saw him raise the pickleball bat when he was upset after a call, and he raised it into the air. It's not a bat, Ev. But he raised it up. His paddle. His paddle. Yeah. Like he was almost hitting a dugout. Uh, Brian Cashman. And I'm thinking to myself. Was Cash? No, he's got hair. It's Brett Gardner. Yep. Is it? I think I was so crossed away from Brett Gardner playing pickleball. Come on. Now, so, I can't prove this, Loogie, but the lefty, the lefty throw, right. the way he was angrily moving that paddle in the air like it was the rough of a dugout. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I think it was Gardner. So it was you, your wife, seven 80-year-old men, and Brett Gardner yes. playing pickleball this yes. morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, maybe that's his way of working out a comeback, you know, playing pickleball with you uh, during the morning. So, at, I mean, why didn't, first of all, and I know you don't like doing this stuff. Go ahead. Why Good question. didn't, it's, it's for the show. Good question. sports. Go ahead. Why wouldn't, you don't have to go, hey, Gordy. Why didn't you walk up to him or find a way to, for an opening to say, hey, are you, in fact, Brett Gardner? Okay. I'm sure a lot of people don't approach him, especially, so, uh, you know, without a Yankee uniform So on. a couple of things. You, you bring up a very good question. There's another question you didn't ask, but I'll, I'll, I'll make it up and ask it anyway. Go. I didn't go over to him because there was never a stop in the action. Like, he was committed to that pickleball game. Like, it wasn't stopping. And me and my wife played for a half hour. It's all we're doing for now. Good little half hour. Then we take a break. And for that entire half hour. Guardy and his crew, or supposedly Guardy and his crew, never took a break. There, there was a way to make them take a break. You could have hit your ball onto their court that forces them to stop. And then when they pick it up. Yeah, Can't but you do, do it problem. in a way that it's on accident. You guys are novices. You're neophytes, right? So then if you hit it on their court, they stop. And that's where you could get, by, by the way, are you Brett Gardner? So run onto his court, try to pick up my little pickleball, yeah. and then say, hey, by the way, are you Guardy? Yes. <laughs> Just like that? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I didn't do that. The second thought I had was take a picture. Because then we could analyze the picture. And you could say, Ev, it's not Brett Gardner. It just looks like him. I feel weird doing that. I'm going to take my phone out and start randomly taking pictures of people playing pickleball? No, you don't want to like, do that. Like, what kind of freak does like that? Like somebody that's trying to abduct him. So you obviously would not want to take a picture of him. All you had to do, Ev, was just walk over to the guy. He's played for the Yankees forever. You, would you have done that? Of course. Big no, Mac, would no. you have done that? 
I don't know. Probably, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Brett Gardner. I would, you know. Why? He's not a, he's not a New York guy. Why are you so confident it's not him? Because, because he wouldn't not, be here? I don't think he's a New York guy. No. He wouldn't be hanging out up in Westchester County? No. Highly unlikely. Yeah, highly unlikely. You don't think he lived there during his playing days? No. Well, I mean, I guess that's possible. Maybe he keeps the house because he still has the dream that Cashman's going to sign him. And there, like he'd be hanging around Florida right now in spring training. So you don't think it's so you are convinced? No, I'm it's convinced not it's not Brett Gardner. But then, you, there was only think? one way to find out. Uh, it probably was the only way to find out was to have asked. Now you're going to wonder forever. Did I play pickle? Because want to be that guy though. Like I'm going to really hit you, the ball over there and just go over well, and start me, asking just, him. Yeah, go By over the way, there. you had you were playing with your wife. Send her over there. I'm, I'm sure not been doing ha- that to her. Why not? Because she don't even know who Brett Gardner is. So then you find a way to be like, hey, come here often. My husband and I, we love playing pickleball. In fact, we're going to move down to Boca Raton like the other 80-year-old men. <laughs> so that is an easy in. By like, the way, let's say I did that, like hypothetically. And he's like, yeah, I'm Brett Gardner. What the hell's my follow-up? What are you doing playing pickleball? Yeah. You're too young for this? Like, what am I supposed you to say? Can come, all right, let me give you a better thing here. So it's Brett Garner. If Rico Bronya was playing or a guy you thought looked like Rico Bronya, would you have passed that up? Or would you have walked over and go, by the way, I have a podcast named so after you. I'm Evan it's a, Roberts. It's a great question. It depends if I had something to say to them. Like, Rico Bronya, I naturally have something to say. I now know Rico, so it's a little bit different. But, like, if it was somebody I would have a conversation with, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. What the hell am I going to say to Brett Gardner? You suck. We used to call you the manager's son. Like, what what the hell's the conversation? You know what you do now? A lot of people, this is an interesting one. Go ahead. A lot of people think he looks like Scott Kahn, the actor. Go up and ask him if he's Scott Kahn. Evan would have to know who that is. Yeah, who the hell's Scott Kahn? James Kahn's son. He's he in like uh, he, he, was, he was in Kahn the um, he was in the, uh, Ocean's, the 11, Ocean's Eleven movies sure. and everything. Uh, you ask him if he's somebody else. You know what and I'll he do? He goes, no, no, no. I'm actually. I'm I, I have a perfect idea. So today was Wednesday, and it was like 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah. I'll go back next Wednesday at right. 10 a.m. And the odds are, people are creatures of habit. He'll be back there on the same exact court playing doubles pickleball with another 70-year-old man. I love that Evan says he has nothing to say to the guy. Evan, we live in a world now where we think there's aliens around us. You text dead presidents at night. You think Gorilla Monsoon, who's passed away, has a podcast because he's got an AI. What does that have to do with talking to Brett Gordon? So those are talking points. (laughs) You don't even have to do weather. You could just go to that stuff. Hey, is Aaron Rodgers in the darkness? There's a million things you could have a conversation with about somebody. You don't have to talk about his war or whatever. They think, think, I'm a weird guy. You want me to go up to Brett Gardner and say, hey, Brett, talk to dead Richard Nixon two weeks ago. Great conversation. William Howard Taft. (laughs) I mean, you could do that, and then that would spark a friendship. And then you guys could play, you and your wife, doubles with Brett Gardner. You missed a golden opportunity. (laughs) Nick is in Asbury Park. What's up, Nick? Oh, hey, guys. Hey, Evan. How you doing? Good. Uh, How are you? Well, I'm good. Uh, Interesting. I get to call in a day. Craig's not there. Makes me happy. No, uh, that's not. Well, you got Lugie instead. Is that a win? Is that a loss? Is that a push? That's well, up to I'm you. I'm going to actually take Lugie's side here today. My Look first 30, 30 plus years listening to the fan. The first time I felt motivated to call in. I got to tell Look you. Look what you I'm did, Lugie. You motivated Nick to call this radio station for the first time in 30 years. Congratulations. Please email Spike Eskin that. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a Jets season ticket holder, and I, I don't understand this, this fascination. The Jets are fans are having, at least a lot of them, with, with Rodgers. Why do we want another guy who's pushing 40, 
you know, potentially washed up, and we're going to have to give away the farm and draft picks to get him. I don't think they have to give away the farm. Just to kind of go after your last point, I don't think it's going to cost some absurd amount of picks. I, I don't. I don't because I also think Rodgers has a lot of power in this because he has to renegotiate his contract. So if you just take my view at face value that the cost is not going to be an issue, you still wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers? No. I don't, I don't want anything to do with Aaron Rodgers. Why? Don't you want to win? Far, it's Brett Favre 2.0. It's it's George Steinbrenner 1980s. Let's go after the washed-up guy. But you know what? Bring, can I, can I say in. one thing about the Brett Favre thing? And I, I can't believe I've come around to saying this because Craig would be so proud of me. If Brett Favre had stayed healthy and completed that season the way it had started when they were 8-3, and three, what would we be saying about the Brett Favre year? Like, what if it worked? And it looked like it was for the first 11 weeks of the season. Now, that's not an excuse for Brett. Injuries are a part of the game. Aaron had an injury this year. It affected him. Yeah, and you don't don't win the Super Bowl in September or October. Right. You know, things change. But my point is, like, if it worked and it came close to working, would we really sit here 15 years later citing it as, like, this example of you don't want to do that again? We've seen examples of teams getting veteran quarterbacks late in their career and it working, whether it's Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. We've seen it in the last decade. Yeah, I think people just make the correlation because of the Packers. I think that's the only reason why people are making that correlation. Favre played for the Packers. Rodgers played for the Packers. I don't think you can make any other correlation to that. You so then why does this continue to be brought up as the reason not to do it? Because I think that Jet fans in a lot of ways are insecure too, and they're just worried about the other shoe dropping. You know what I mean? They figured, all right, we're going to bring in Rodgers. It's going to be a failure. At least with Derek Carr, it's the safer option. We're going to be good. We're going to be in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers comes what we're feeling as Met fans, the hype, the pressure. You have to win. And when when and if you don't, that's a big problem, and it's hard to yeah, deal but with. It, uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'm a Met fan. You're a Met fan. We share that. Yeah, they haven't won anything. Yeah, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. That doesn't mean you don't try to win. You don't shy away from it because you're afraid it's going to backfire. That's a ridiculous reason I, to shy away I, I, from it. I don't somebody. disagree with that, Evan, but you're a lifelong diehard sports fan. You know we think irrationally, and then there's sometimes that we can't like see straight. We just no, no, think no, no, of the, no, the but history. That, but that means you shouldn't go after somebody who's good? Like, no, I don't get that. Because it's almost like, you know, all right, so it's like if you're at your job, right, you could just do like, oh, I'm just, you know, getting along, or you could go shoot for the top. So the Mets shouldn't assign Verlander. No, no, it's my my point is the Jets have a fear of failure, right? They have a fear of getting out. Yeah, but Rogers. you're a Met fan. Why they sign Verlander? He's you know forty one off one of Cy Young. It could go badly oh, based on your whole weird fear argument. No, but I'm sure there are Met fans that have said that. I'm talking to you, me. Yeah. Oh, I want a Jake over Verlander, but that's a different story. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I, that's. I'm talking about once he's gone. Why did you want him? Wouldn't you be afraid I, of failure based on that bizarre argument? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be afraid of failure. And if we're going to do a Met correlation, my feeling with the Mets is if Verlander stinks or these guys stink, they go into witness protection program, much like the Yankees did forever, and they sign more guys. With the Jets, if you get Rodgers, if you get Rodgers and it fails, Salah's gone, Douglas is gone, Rodgers is gone, and now you're back to square run. Is Sauce Gardner want to be here anymore? Does Garrett Wilson want to be here anymore? You take that risk, much like your basketball team that's missing the playoffs this year. You take the risk. You do it. But if it fails, you got to live with that failure. And Jet fans, Ev, as you know, have lived with failure forever. So there's that tentativeness. There's that where Derek Carr is just the safer option, right? You don't reach for the stars because if you reach for the stars, you've seen this, and you don't win, you it's the worst. You are mocked forever. Now, I don't want to say Rodgers is quite on the level of KD and Kyrie and Harden, all those guys, but that's what you have to deal with as a Jet fan. And you know it, Ev, you know the insecurities. I actually, you know, I... I'm you listening. I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't about. think that there are Jet fans, I have no there idea are what Met you're fans about. that are insecure about winning? 
Come on. Yeah, that are I, worried and nervous and think that everything is going to fail? Here's what I took from the last minute of you talking. And if I, I got this incorrect, I apologize. Yeah, go ahead. That we should care about Robert Sala and Joe Douglas keeping their job. No. So just make the safe decision no. and sign Derek Carr. Don't go for the jugular. You little Jet fans should just be happy with winning no. nine games and making the playoffs. That's what I took your last 60 No, Jet seconds fans for. are worried about the reckoning. They're worried about what happens after Rodgers, if he comes here, if he fails, if it's another Brett Yeah, that, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, that's three years from now. Like, you're so excited about a 35-year-old Derek Carr that you wouldn't give yourself the better chance to win for the next two years? All right. I don't get that argument either. So let me throw this one at you. Maybe there are Jet fans that think, all right, I know what we got with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Carr is a guy that was with the Raiders that were dysfunctional. And dare I say the Jets aren't as dysfunctional as the Raiders. We could bring him here. We could develop him here. If the Jets have all this great talent that you say they have, Ed, mm-hmm. why can't Carr take that next step? Much like as a Giants fan, I think Daniel Jones can. Because he's not as good as Rodgers. I understand that. But he doesn't have to be as good as Aaron Rodgers to win a Super Bowl. I think you do, unfortunately, because of the way this conference is built. And I've said this before. If the Jets were in the NFC... I wonder aloud if my view on this quarterback hunt would be different, where I would say, you know what, I think Derek Carr would be good enough to win an NFC. And I'll give you a specific example. This is the comparison that kind of keeps me up at night about Derek Carr, who's a fine quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr are very similar. They are. Their resumes are very similar. Mm -hmm. Their careers are kind of similar. When you rank quarterbacks in the NFL, and you get to that middle tier, there are going to be a bunch of people who say Kirk Cousins. There's going to be a bunch of people that say Derek Carr. Yeah, it'd be split. They're basically split, and they're the same. Is Kirk Cousins going to win a Super Bowl? (sighs) That's a really loaded question. Why? What's so loaded about it? Because we've seen him fail, but I don't think it's all on him. Like this past season when the Giants beat him, that was not all on Kirk Cousins. We know the Vikings defense. Is he good enough to overcome a crappy defense? Because I've seen quarterbacks that are. Is he good enough to overcome a crappy defense? No. Could he get a better defense with Justin Jefferson? If Cook sticks around, he's healthy. Could he win a Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, lesser quarterbacks have won. Now, obviously, you need everything to break that way. In the perfect scenario, if this awesome Jet defense that you think exists is there, mm-hmm. and they have Brees Hall, and they have a running attack, and they have wide receivers. No, no, no. no. Stick to this, say- though, because here's what you said about the Vikings, and it's a fair opinion. If Justin Jefferson's around there for a long time and Dalvin Cook stays healthy and they improve their defense in a perfect world, those are your words, yep. Kirk Cousins can win. And that's coming out of the NFC, which features how many future Hall of Fame oh, no, quarterbacks? AFC, right AFC is right? loaded with young so quarterbacks. No so doubt. now I'm taking a guy that you agree is on the same level as Kirk Cousins, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, except I'm putting him in a conference with Mahomes and Burrow and Allen and Lawrence and Herbert. And I'm asking you, can he win a Super Bowl? I, how how do you feel so confident about that, yet with Kirk Cousins in the NFC, you're like, well, in a perfect world, maybe. I'm not saying I do feel confident. I think if Carr comes here, the Jets are not winning a Super Bowl. But if you look at the way the Jets are built, there is a path to beating those teams. If you think you have a stud running back, if you think you have a stud defense, you have the best corner. You corner-ly. just said they're not beating no, those no. teams if Derek Carr is the quarterback. Uh, yeah, you're going to sell me on Derek Carr being the quarterback? You don't have the best interest of my team at heart, so why am I listening to you? No, I don't. I have the, no, no, I'm trying to get into the minds of you <laughs> and you Jets just told me they're not winning. So what the hell? Why would I sign this the guy if you're con- telling me they're not winning? Conversation started where you saying why are Jet fans like comparing Rodgers to Favre? I'm talking to, to you. Are you talking to me? The Jets are not winning a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. They're not. 
They're not. not. So then why the hell should they go after him? Because Aaron Rodgers is not coming here. You need to understand that. <laughs> That's where this all started. It's a pipe dream. It's a dog and pony uh, show. It's a circus. You're funny. You're, hey, wait, let me ask you this, Ev. If the you're Jets all over were, the place. Well, hold on a second. Should if, they get Aaron Rodgers if he wanted to come here? Of course. But let me ask you this. Oh, hold on a second. What are the Jets doing today? What are they doing today? What are the Jet Brass? What is your owner? What is your GM doing today? They're meeting with Derek Carr. Why, yeah. would they, why are they doing that? Why have they, a backup plan. Why are they going on a second date? Gotta have a backup, backup plan. This yeah. is the second time they're going on a date. Evan, well, when you I think were a young you need guy, to make sure that if it doesn't work out with Aaron Rodgers, that you have a backup plan. And I have the. I, Albert so they're Breer, concerned. Albert Breer. That's not concerned. You got to be smart. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. But Evan, you said yourself that if you don't get Rodgers, this is you. Mm-hmm. You don't care about the next guy, whether it be Tannehill, anybody, Baker. So why put all your you know eggs? Not eggs, but why are you entertaining the car thing? Why don't you just let it all be Rodgers? If it doesn't happen, we'll figure it out. Why are they going why? on these because dates Derek with Derek Carr? Because Derek is the second best option, and I want to make sure that if the timing works out, I can pivot away from Rodgers if it fails and sign the best quarterback available who Derek Carr is. And by the way, it leads me to what I think is fascinating about the Raiders search right now. The Las Vegas Raiders caught Derek Carr. They moved on from him. They made a decision late last year to say, we're not winning with this guy. So other than signing Aaron Rodgers or going complete rebuild, in drafting a young quarterback, which is obviously on the table. I think they're picking seventh. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head, but we can look For up. the Raiders more than the Jets, it's Rodgers or bust. Because the Jets are going from Zach Wilson to somebody who's better, right? Even if it's Ryan Tannehill, even if it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Everybody's an improvement over Zach. Okay, we agree. Yeah. The Raiders, other than getting Aaron Rodgers, are going backwards. Am I wrong? Uh, they got rid of the guy who everybody agrees is the second best quarterback available. You, so if they don't get, they are the most Rodgers or bust team that's out there. At least the Jets, if they miss out on Rodgers, will still greatly improve the quarterback position. The Raiders are moving on from the guy who is the second best quarterback available, right? No, you're right. The Raiders are absolutely screwed. If Aaron Rodgers is not their quarterback, they're in for a long season. They had a guy in Derek Carr who's steady that could have got him in the playoffs, has gotten him in the playoffs, and now you're left with Jared Stidham or you're left with whoever the hell you have at quarterback, and that's a big issue. So, yeah, in theory, yes, they have like, more. Going... And they have Devontae Adams, which you think would be a lure for Aaron Rodgers because he knows he can go there and but, win right but away. But think about him. it. The Raiders are sort of fascinating to me the more I've kind of thought about it as we've gotten closer and we're at the combine and all the GMs are talking that the Las Vegas Raiders are either getting Aaron Rodgers, which is a clear upgrade over Derek Carr, and they're going for it for two years. You laid out the reasons. Or they're hitting the reset button. Yep. Because there's no veteran quarterback that you could ever bring in right now. Forget Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's really available. Let's put him to the side. Agree. There's no one you could bring in after moving on from Derek Carr where you'd say, yep, we feel better. You're not moving on from Derek Carr for Ryan Tannehill. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, unless you want, I'm not, I'll throw out Brady, but yeah, unless you c- convince Tom Brady to come back, yeah, you're, you're screwed there. And then you have Devontae Adams. Does he get upset? Does he want out? The other players there that are good want like out. Like the Jets are in a much better position than the Raiders are. The Raiders are Rodgers or Bust. Like, how are they not? Or they're resetting and they're drafting a young quarterback. And we'll see. You know, maybe that guy turns right. out to be great. Who the hell knows? Right. But if Carr signs somewhere else and Rodgers leaves you at the altar, where are the Jets? Are they really that better off? Like, if Ryan Tannehill's the quarterback, so they, what is your ceiling with that quarterback? Well, the ceiling is, unfortunately, they don't feel like a championship team, but they're significantly are they a better. Team? Yeah, they're significantly better than what they were last year. So they're, they're going. The Well, yeah, they're going from the worst quarterback position in the NFL to something competent at the worst-case scenario. Like, in the worst-case scenario, and as much as it may not excite me or excite other Jet fans, if they sign Jimmy Garoppolo or Ryan Tannehill, 
That's significantly better than Zach Wilson. I mean, that's not even up to debate, right? But that's not saying much. It's like the no, it land of the blind, much. the one-eyed man is Th- Tannehill stinks, that, though. That's not fair. Ryan Tannehill was the quarterback of a team that was the number one seed. You're oh, saying yeah. that's the same as Zach Wilson? Yeah, he was, the, not the, same as he was the quarterback of the number one seed. In that game, he threw 40,000 interceptions. They ran for 300 yards, had 40 sacks, and they lost. You're comparing it to Zach Wilson. It's a major upgrade. The Jet play at quarterback over the last two years pathetic. has been pathetic. Yeah, it was awesome. So, Ryan Tannehill is a major upgrade. He oh. is. Okay, he's not a ma- saying they're winning a Super Bowl. It's no. a major upgrade. You, but just say here, are they making the playoffs with Ryan Tannehill? Yes. Everybody's healthy. Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. I think if they had competent quarterback play last year, they make the playoffs. So, it, look, it still wouldn't excite any Jet fan, but it's like the difference of the situation they're in versus the Raiders. And the other team I'm sort of fascinated about is Miami, only because I thought Tua showed enough last year where you're like, hey, run it back. The problem is, how could you trust him to stay healthy? You can't. And you can't. And I feel bad about that because we are talking about a head injury here. And his life is certainly a hell of a lot more important than how many times he's going to take a snap under center. I totally get that. But you have to make a really rough decision. Yeah. You have to decide between, do I trust this kid's ability to just stay on the field and live a normal life versus do I just get brutal and move on from him? And go get a veteran quarterback myself. Yeah, you're in a tough spot. And there were times last year where Tua played. Let's be real. He was in the MVP conversation. There were times that he looked like the worst quarterback in the NFL. We don't know how the concussions played a part in that, where he could not complete a pass or throw the ball more than five yards in front of him. They have great wide receivers. I don't know how, Ev, in a sport like football, you can trust Tua to stay healthy. How? How could you trust that this guy's not going to take a big hit? Not even a big hit, any kind of hit. Any kind of hit, We don't know. And I understand the guy wanting to play football, and I understand the fans, uh, you know, tank for Tua. They were super excited. It's like he's back at Alabama with those receivers where he could just throw a little out and they run for a touchdown. How could you trust it? There's no, absolutely no way. So they are in a very, very difficult position. I think you could run it back maybe one more year, see where you go, but, like, you probably have to get in, like, a really good backup, right? Like, I don't know how the hell you could go into the season with Tua because you can't trust that. 100 more of your calls, the latest on Saquon Barkley, and there is something on TV this weekend. It's not sports related, I thought, and it's not wrestling related, okay? <laughs> that I think actually fits the bill, and we rarely get this anymore, of must-watch TV. I don't think we have a lot of that in America anymore, but in my opinion, there is something on TV this weekend that I am a re- me and my wife, she agrees with me, by the way. We are rearranging our schedule to say we need to be in front of the TV to see this. You tell me if you agree. We'll get to it coming up. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. 
That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.